0: Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. And welcome to another episode of Injured Reserve, and with myself, your host, Mitchell. So, before I start off anything today, um, I just gotta, you know, give my hearts and prayers, my condolences to, uh, to the two victims today here at Central Michigan University. I live here at Mount, in Mount Pleasant University. I personally never attended Central. I go to a different school on Columbia Southern University online. But when I heard the news of another shooting on campus, I was just like, again? (laughs) Like, it's sad that I feel like us as people here in a society become so prone, just so normalized to this kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's sad to hear things like this, but it wasn't, it wasn't uh, technically labeled as a school shooting. This was more of a domestic thing as what everyone is calling it on the news. Uh, one person killed two people and if supposedly the rumors that this young man uh, killed these two people were his parents. So I just, uh, it just, it blows my mind. I could never imagine doing something so just crazy like that but uh, it's very sad nonetheless but um, anyhow uh, to anyone out there having a little problems whatever it may be I'm with you Uh, it sucks but uh, let's try and end this day off right so here at injured reserve uh, we got a couple topics and I got a few requests to do again the MJ LeBron James debate so I'll bring that up for a little bit and alongside with uh, the Tom Brady and Bill Belichick era, is that coming to a close? And then uh, just the NBA season so far, man, uh, playoffs are upon us sooner than you think. Uh, so uh, yeah, we have a few things to cover. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. And welcome back to Andrew Reserve. Now, I know what a lot of you are thinking when it comes to the MJ-LeBron James debate. And it's just one of those things that's never going to end, you know? It's like, you know, Batman-Superman, or Superman-Goku, or, you know, whatever. And the way I I look at this, don't get me wrong, LeBron James is a beast. He's a freak of an athlete. First player ever in NBA history to have 30,000-plus points, 8,000-plus rebounds, and 8,000-plus assists. That is remarkable. That is insane. But the way I look at it, especially in this era of the NBA, and in which case that's not his fault, man, to me, it's hard for me to watch the NBA, not until playoffs, you know what I mean? There's hardly any defense the way I see, I mean, crap, man, halftime scores, Golden State, Cleveland, man, I don't want to see that, the halftime scores like 70 to 65, it's just like, I, you'd be thinking you're watching the All-Star game or something, but, you look at what who LeBron James has played with in his career. You look at Antoine Jameson, Ray Allen, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, uh, Shaq, Kevin Love. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty solid resume of players you played with. I mean, that's six Hall of Famers right there. Michael played with Pippen, a Hall of Famer in the fir- in the stint, in the first 3P and then they added Robin, who's also another Hall of Famer. uh, Don't get me wrong, it takes other great players to get where they want to be, to win a championship. But I hate how everyone said, you know, Michael had Pippen and la-la-la. It's like, yeah, we get it, but so did LeBron James had his help too. But for some reason, all LeBron James fans, which I am a fan, but like the hardcore fans, fail to understand that. Like, I don't get it. Like It's like, oh, Durant is with... Golden State you got Curry, you got Draymond, you got Thompson, but they failed to recognize the fact that LeBron went to Miami, and then Bosh, and then Wade, and then Allen. I mean, I mean, yeah, sure enough, Ray Allen wasn't in his prime, but still, he was lethal. I mean, that's it, it, to me, he's the greatest three-point shooter of all time. But perhaps probably Steph Curry eventually will uh, pass that. You know, uh, the older he gets in the in his stint in the NBA Well that man That's just like How I look at it I'm not taking anything away From LeBron James But man I Personally for me I can name a couple players That I think Is better than LeBron That have a more Influence On the team Than LeBron does And just that That's just my opinion I respect If you say You know If you want to say That LeBron James This and that But Look That's just how I look at it And that's the end of it Now that football season is officially over and the Philadelphia Eagles are the Super Bowl champions, a lot of people are skeptical on how New England's gonna approach this off season. Personally for me, once they traded Jimmy Garoppolo, I think that was it, that was enough. It was enough for Bill Belichick. I really don't think him and Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, see eye to eye. I think he's, I'd be surprised if he does stay with them this year. I, I'm surprised he hasn't retired yet or said anything, but that's just kind of, you know, the Bill Belichick go-to. He doesn't really say a whole lot, as you can see in his post-game interviews. But I, I don't know. I just don't see him return next season. Um, Brady, obviously, he'll be back next year. I don't know who exactly they'll have in line, but I'm sure it's going to be someone from within that staff in New England that they're going to uh replace. But uh yeah, I just, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, the the difference between Belichick and Kraft is that Kraft, he has his heart into the game. In which to a certain extent, that's okay. But when it comes to players, you got to realize from a business aspect that you need to know when to say when. Don't get me wrong, Brady, personally, Brady's the go. He's That, after last year's Super Bowl against Atlanta, it's nuts. You can't deny that. So, I think Belichick is always a businessman first. See, he saw, after this year, Brady's 40, Jimmy G's the future. This is what's going to keep the dynasty rolling in New England. They traded him, and I think Bill was like, okay, you know, hands is off on me, you know. So... Robert Kraft has his heart set on Brady, which you just can't do when it comes to great players. It doesn't matter how great you are. Same thing happened in San Francisco back in their heyday with uh, Joe Montana. They had Steve Young. They let Montana go. He wasn't ready to retire yet, and he played with Kansas City for a bit. You know, or uh, Indianapolis. They didn't want to test their luck on Manning anymore. He had about four or five surgeries at, at that point. And uh, they let him go, and he went to Denver. And now they're with Andrew Luck, who they did have a brief good stint in a playoff run. But who knows how he's going to do now because he's so injury prone, and that franchise is in shambles too. But business aspect, I got to agree with Belichick. You can't always have your heart dead set, even if you like the guy so much, such as the long likes of Tom Brady. Now with about, I don't know, 15, 20 games or so left in the NBA, as soon as you know it, uh, hey, playoffs are here. March Madness is basically here uh, within a week. Um, I got to say this, man. uh, I hate hate to say it, and I hate to admit it, but I really think it's going to be Golden State all over again. Whether you like it or not, they just... It's it just, it's so crazy to me because they really don't play that much uh, defense. Like, they're not that harsh with it. They got Draymond, sure, but even then, like like I said, man, it comes to a certain point in the games where they just outscore their opponents. Like, like they don't even care. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're, they, they know what they're capable of. They know how much they can put up. I mean, it's crazy just the weapons they have Durant, Thompson, Curry, Green. Any of those four players can get hot. 3 of them can have a bad game and one of them can still have them in the game. They can be down by 5 and you know one of them can still get them back in the game. It's nuts, especially Kevin Durant. You know, it's just it's crazy to me, it's unfair and And it just, I don't see it happening, man. Maybe Houston can give him a run to like six, seven games, but I just don't see it with James Harden. I'm sure he'll win MVP this year, but man, after last year's little stint he had in the playoffs against San Antonio in the conference finals, he was nowhere to be found. Like he just kinda, it almost seems like he just gave up. And you know, that very same night when they got eliminated by San Antonio in six, he was at the club. It's like almost like he didn't even care. He's like, eh, it's whatever. It's like I don't know, man. So he's, you know, he's kind of crumbled when it can't when it comes to, uh, you know, being clutch and whatnot. But uh, I don't know. I just think Golden State's gonna take it again this year, and I hope I. I don't want to. I don't want to see a Golden State Cleveland. I'm a, I'm sick and tired of it. I don't know what y'all think of it, but. I would, I would love to see just someone, man, give me Boston and Houston or something. You know what I mean? Or like Oklahoma City and then someone else. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. I would love to see Oklahoma City or Minnesota win it all. But uh, I don't think that's going to be the case this year. But uh, who knows? Who knows what can happen with these 15, 20 games left? But, yeah. Uh, Hey, that's all I got for, uh, to say today on Injury Reserve Podcast. Thank you all for listening in. If you got any input, I'd be more than happy to hear. Have a great day.